We've got hay reports, cattle sale reports, some national rodeo action. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I'm your host and producer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. A big thank you goes out to our partners, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, Wrangler, K Rose Company, Cattleman U, Cattleman U Live, and DRG Media Group. Here's what we have lined up for y'all today. The latest news to start out, of course, Sale Barn reports from Joplin Regional Stockyards and their Big Bang video auction. We highlight some of the upcoming sales that are going to be on the docket coming up real soon. And we have hay reports from Columbia Basin and Kansas. Talk a little bit of rodeo and lots, lots more. Cow Country News. You know, the cow stuff. Today's Cow Country News is brought to us by Wrangler. Wrangler, the official shirt and jean endorsed by the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. In our top news story, the U.S. Department of Agriculture Deputy Undersecretary for Rural Development announced the USDA will be investing $185 million to revitalize and improve rural communities in 32 states, including Alabama, Arkansas, Arizona, California, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Maine, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, Mississippi, North Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. The USDA estimates the investment will benefit 3 million rural residents in those states. Now, according to the USDA, more than 100 types of projects are eligible for community facilities funding, but projects must be in rural areas with a population of less than 20,000 people. Now, in other news, the big rigs, they're stacked with hay. You've probably seen them, and they're heading to the High Plains and other states as ranchers in drought-stricken areas try to hold on to their herds for just a little bit longer. One of the hardest-hit states right now is South Dakota, where Governor Kristi Noem just signed an executive order declaring a state of emergency for drought and allowing ditch mowing in some parts of the state to help provide hay to those ranchers. This follows as thousands of acres of CRP, Conservation Reserve Program, excuse me, land, continue to open, allowing haying and grazing to help offset forage losses in drought areas. Each week, the USDA updates counties eligible for emergency haying and grazing. As of the end of June, more than a 1,000 counties have gotten the go-ahead to open CRP ground. Eight states are 100% eligible to do so at this time, including Arizona, California, Nevada, New Mexico, North Dakota, Oregon, Utah, and Wyoming. Colorado is at 98% of its counties open. South Dakota had 92% open. It is expected more counties will be added as drought conditions continue to spread and worsen. Now, speaking of hay, I have had this request that we start going through some different hay prices, especially since we're talking about drought and we're talking about moving hay. Here's where we're going to start this week. I'm going to head all the way over to the west, the Columbia Basin, this is Washington and Oregon from their reports last week. They called the trade steady to firm. And on the first cutting alfalfa, 
They call the premium alfalfa at 250 a ton. This is for large squares. And then other classes of alfalfa hay in large squares, a bigger range here, of course, but from 170 to 240 a ton, heading across the country to Kansas, where they called the alfalfa hay steady. They called uh, the grass hay mostly steady with demand remaining good. First, I'm going to tell you about the supreme quality alfalfa. And crew, this is in large squares, and it's going to depend upon the size of the large square. We talk of three by threes, three by fours, four by fours. But generally speaking, the new crop, supreme quality alfalfa in Kansas, going for 200 to 300 a ton. Now, the fair to good quality alfalfa in round bales, now 100 to 180 per ton on grass hay in round bales from 100 to 115 per ton. And then there was some lower quality hay at lower prices at $50 a ton. That was your brome grass hay. But the majority, they had special notes here saying a lot of that grass hay going for $85 to $100 a ton. Now, if there is an area that you would like me to cover or a specific class or type of hay or round bales or squares or smalls, it doesn't matter. You can get a hold of me anytime, fire me that information, and I will use my sleuth ability to get that information to y'all on a timely basis. Boom. Today's Weigh Em Up Sale Barn Report is brought to us by Downtown Threads Oklahoma. Now, we're working on the swag line. I've got a million and 14,000 <laughs> different emails and, and messages. So, But I do have a question for y'all in terms of swag. Of the Ranch It Up gear, what would you like to see? Is it lids? Is it shirts? Is it vests? Is it uh, my my signature denim jackets? Is is that what what we all would like to see or like to have available? So fire me an email, Ranch It Up Show at gmail.com. You can fire me a text at 707-726-2420. And of course, we're all over prowling around social media. You can get a hold of me there too. Heading to Joplin, Missouri, in the Joplin Regional Stockyards had a very heavy supply at their annual Big Bang video auction, and the cattle they sold moderate to good demand. The cattle offered are in Missouri, Oklahoma, Kansas, Texas, Arkansas, and Kentucky. Deliveries are current through December of 2021. 100% feeder cattle was this sale. Here's where we're recapping. I'm going to start with... Eight to eight and a quarter weight steers for July delivery at a dollar forty six to a dollar fifty one seventy five. I'm going to kind of be similar on these steers here for July or August delivery. These are eight and a half to eight seventy five weight steers at a dollar forty one and a half to a dollar forty nine and a quarter. August delivery steers eight to eight forty weights at a dollar forty one and a quarter to a dollar fifty one and a quarter. A little bit different weight class here for this September bunch. Six seventy five weights for September delivery at a dollar fifty five. Eight and a quarter weight steers for October delivery at a dollar fifty three. And then for November delivery, eight fifty weight steers at a dollar fifty to a dollar fifty two. On to the heifer mates for current delivery, seven fifty weights at a dollar forty seventy five to $1.41 and a quarter. August delivery, seven and a half to 775 weight heifers at $1.40 to $1.4575. And then seven to seven and a quarter weight heifers, a big bunch for October delivery at $1.47 and a quarter to $1.50. Tigger Tour 21. 
From rodeos to cattle sales to conventions, pretty much everything that's going on across the land, follow me along the Tigger Tour 21, proudly sponsored by Medora Boot and Western Wear, Medora Boot. Dot com. Lots of cattle sales that are coming up here in the next few months. I'm going to talk about them all. Here's where we start. Coming up July 12th through the 14th, Western Video Market is having their Silver Legacy Sale at Reno, Nevada, July 12th, 13th, and 14th. For more information, go to WVMCattle.com. Next, July 19th through the 21st, Northern Livestock Video Auction, their summertime classic. Go to northernlivestockvideo.com. Next, August 2nd through the 6th, the Superior Livestock's Video Royale Sale from Winnemucca, Nevada. Go to superiorlivestock.com. Check out their click-to-bid system, by the way. And then, changing up here a little bit, we're going down the convention road coming up. July 23, 24, 25, the 2021 Cattle Razor Convention and Expo in Fort Worth, Texas. Brought to us by my friends from the TSCRA. Just head to cattlerazorsconvention.com. Here's what's coming up next week, crew. We're going to be talking about livestock risk protection. This is going to be an interesting one. Coming up after that, creative ways to finance the farm and ranch. So whatever you do, Always keep it right here on the Ranch It Up radio show. Stick around. We'll be right back with more of the yeah, Ranch It Up radio show right after this. You asked for it. You got it. Watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. Watch RFD-TV anytime, anywhere on all your connected devices with RFD-TV now. Simply go to WatchRFDTV.com and sign up for just $9.99 a month or save more and pay just $89.99 for the year. You can begin streaming RFDTV live right away and have access to your favorite shows 24-7 on demand. Go to WatchRFDTV.com, sign up, and start streaming today. Let's get it on. Cattle Battle. Today's Cattle Battle is brought to us by Cattleman U Live. Just head to CattlemanULive.com to learn more about the live event that is coming up in Bozeman, Montana at the end of July. It's going to be awesome crew. Now, y'all know that rodeo is an important part of our lives, of me and Beck's lives, and I announce many events throughout the country in any given year. Now, when I'm not announcing, I will become one of the spectators and, and try to help support if I can and an organization that holds a special place to me is High School Rodeo. Some of my closest friends I have today are because of High School Rodeo. Some of the fondest memories I have today are because of High School Rodeo. Well, crew, the world's largest rodeo is coming to Lincoln, Nebraska. The National High School Finals Rodeo, July 18th through the 24th at the Lancaster Event Center in Lincoln, Nebraska. And I want to give some airtime and some promotion to the National High School Finals Rodeo and the Association. So Hoyt Krager, 
with the Lancaster Event Center is with us to talk kids and, and rodeos and festivities. Now, Hoyt is no stranger to the rodeo arena competing as a high schooler and then on into college and now hits a few PRCA rodeos. Just a tick under 1,700 contestants will be descending upon the Star City in the Cornhusker State, representing 43 different states, five Canadian provinces, and Mexico. Because of the pandemic situation, Australia and New Zealand will not be attending. They normally do. Now, this event is obviously Hoyt. It's, it's for the whole family, for grandparents, for cousins, just the whole crew. And we've spent some considerable amount of time in working with the Nebraska Department of Tourism to make sure people know that they can bring their cousins. They can bring their, their grandparents. There's plenty of room in Lincoln. We're not going to run out of hotel rooms. There's, there's places to see outside of the rodeo arena for the downtime that, that they have, whether it's going to the Children's Zoo in Lincoln or going to the Henry Dorley Zoo in Omaha, which is really an outstanding zoo no matter what age you are. There's attractions for, for everyone and, and making sure that the high school rodeo families know high school rodeo it can foster those kids to compete maybe at the next level on a collegiate level maybe I'm talking maybe they're just doing some amateur rodeos and and maybe maybe they don't maybe this is the the highlight of their career and and they're hanging up the towel at their after it's all over but high school rodeo does play a big significance in the development of these young people just like excuse me all the different sports do and where high school rodeo gets to be just a tick different is they're really, we talk about family, but that's really what it is because you just mentioned, hey, bring your cousins, bring grandpa, grandma, you know, spend some time in Lincoln, hang out with us, make it a vacation. Yes, it's for the finals, but it is really, it, it, it's about coming together as a family, a family of friends, a family of contestants. And, uh, you know, high school rodeo, that's really what it's all about. Yes, we want to take home, you know, buckles. You were there too, Hoyt. You know what it's like. You want to take home <laughs> Absolutely. saddles. We want to get paychecks and all that. But it is a tremendous, tremendous experience. Yes, sir. And you talk about it may not be going on to the next level. I think that's true even amongst the events that you're I can very confidently say that my saddle bronc riding career peaked in high school. When I made the national high school finals rodeo, I continued to ride in <laughs> you college. You re- retired at 18 is what you <laughs> <laughs> Well, probably should have. I, I, I continued to ride for the University of Nebraska, but didn't have near the success that I had in high school. And, and so it's, uh, that's even part of it. Uh, you, you talk to professional cowboys today, and they did a lot more events in high school, potentially, than what they're yeah. doing now and, and really have some fond memories of those other events. They either wish they were more competitive or, or really followed the one that they had the most passion for, but it's really a great organization that fosters a lot of those ideals amongst all those different events and, and different pieces. So Well, and, and I really, really enjoyed when I was high school rodeo and where that was just at the time when rodeo was kind of considered part of the high school sports, the high, high school activities association. You know, we, you had to, at where I went to high school, you had to be eligible. Your grades, just like other sports, your grades had to be at a certain level. You had to be able to qualify. You had to be able to prove some things. And that's where I really liked where rodeo was starting to get added into the mix with just 
all the other sports, the basketballs, the baseballs, the footballs, the volleyballs, all of the other activities. And like you said, where, you know, a lot of us after playing high school football, well, it was probably the last we did. You know, we, we hung up our, our career and in this case, hang up our spurs or the saddle bronc saddle. And what's unique about it is that at that time, it's okay. You know, if you, if you make the finals and you decide that's where it's, it's going to end, that's okay. Because I tell you what, the tremendous memories that are made coming up to that point. Absolutely. I got the opportunity to speak at high school rodeos midwinter meeting to uh, a bunch of the students that were there and explain to them that there's plenty of careers in rodeo that don't in, involve competing, whether it's careers or activities. I've spent the last five years helping plan plan this event with the Lancaster Event Center and have have thoroughly enjoyed all of it. But there's opportunities to get involved, whether it's your local rodeo committee or or working on on raising some calves or steers or timed event cattle to to make that go or or you want to raise bucking bulls or bucking horses there's all sorts of careers within rodeo that can keep you going uh announcing to to volunteer in your time it's it's not just competing and, and we need all of those folks in order to keep rodeo going you know that you talk. We talk so much about the competition with that of of you know, and of course I come on the show every week and talk about where I was announcing this last weekend when you mentioned announcing what I'm doing and all those sorts of things. We we kind of focus, I think, more on what is going on in the arena. When you're absolutely right, that may be all of the glitz and glimmer right there, but that's just the tip of the iceberg per se. The whole rest of it is underneath what we can't see. Those the committees that make this happen, the families, the, the, the people that are preparing the food, the livestock. So the unique thing about rodeo is you, you don't have to be a contestant. You don't have to be in the glitz and the glimmer because we, without all of those other things, these every, all the way up to a finals couldn't happen. So there, there is, like you said, there's opportunity to get involved on just about every level on local, from your local saddle club to your, to your rodeo club, arena club, that everything from raising livestock to animal husbandry to communication skills to honestly being a good a good loser, being a good winner, uh, supporting your community, taking pride in what you do, patriotism. You know what? I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And, of course, in a year like, like we've been having, 18 months, I should say, like we've been having, I think the whole world could stand just a tick more patriotism and uh, people being proud of, of where we live and what we do and why we do it. I think you're right. The, the best part about rodeo, I, I still steer wrestle. And so there's, there's a lot of commentary on the, on the camaraderie within steer wrestling, sharing horses, pushing uh, steers and helping, helping out. Uh, your horse isn't working very good one day. Or, and so you get on somebody else's and it wasn't planned except for the 30 seconds before you rode into the box. But that's really the way it is across all of the rodeo events you know we're all in this in this together and i think that that level of community can just be shared across everyone in this country and whether you're whether you're living in iowa living in living in nebraska or living in arkansas it's it's all part of of a great big community that we've got our differences but we've got some pretty big similarities here that that uh Make us pretty pretty gracious. Thanks, Hoyt, for visiting and reminiscing for a bit. 
July 18th through the 24th at the Lancaster Event Center in Lincoln, Nebraska. For more information, just head to nhsfrlincoln.org. That is nhsfrlincoln.org. Stick around. We've got the final leg coming up. Right after this. Crew, this just in, a question from a listener. Quite frankly, a question that I can only assume others have had as well. Todd in Georgia asked, where can he catch up on older episodes of Ranch It Up? Well, Todd, I got news for you. Each and every one of our episodes is archived at ranchitupshow.com. Just click on the episode link, and it takes us to all of our past shows. Ranchitupshow.com. Everyone asks me, Tigger, where do you get your boots? What do you look for in boots? Well, for me, it's customer service and American-made boots and tack. Medora Boot and Western Wear takes care of everything I need. You can shop online at MedoraBoot.com or follow along Facebook and Instagram. Give Medora Boot and Western Wear a call and tell them Tigger sent you. Medora Boot and Western Wear, making boots great again. Hashtag Tigger approved. Shaley Stewart, Cattle Market News and DTN Off-Air. I said, Shaley, we're going to keep it short and sweet, just like you. <laughs> you know, for most people... I, just like I, my uh, checking account. <laughs> just like my haystack. So right. that's, that's the right. story my of luck, my life, short that. and sweet. So I guess uh, we'll, we'll rely on the short part because a lot of things are short, and I guess we'll try to feel like it's sweet. So nevertheless, I guess we'll take it in stride, my friend. Shaley, this time of year, we, we talked about it last week of how some people think that it slows down, but actually this time of year really kind of gets amped up because as we talked about last week, there's lots of video sales that are going on almost, boy, howdy, it's almost every week right up until the time that we've got ballers are going to be on the trucks. But what is maybe a little disheartening in this busy time believe it or not it is a busy time is the cattle market we had a few little wins but that's about it is kind of what we've had is that how you would describe it in your analysis you know you you hit the nail on the head last week the cattle market took a mid-year break and not all the cattle market did but like you said you know what it just kind of was a hold your breath for a second we're going to celebrate the fourth of july because by goodness gracious we're americans that's what we do we mm -hmm. love it let's get back into business so like you said we're expecting video sales every single week from here on out there's a lot to be monitoring in the marketplace given that you know what we need to see a significant volume of fat cattle continuing to trade and and we need to see those prices continuing to be strong so that feedlots can kind of offset these higher corn prices that they've had to be mm -hmm. grappling with. And then on the feeder cattle side of things, we're going to talk more about corn. You know, these feeders have had a roller coaster of corn prices and they've had to be monitoring these daily cost of gains. And then consequently, if we get to talk to cow calf producers, there's a lot of questions looming in the marketplace because heaven's goodness gracious, they don't know when they're going to market their calves because they don't know how long grass and water mm -hmm. are going to hold. Yep. And so then that's really hard for them to make a strategic business plan as they don't know when or what sale they should should consign to they don't know what weight they're going to necessarily wean off at is it going to be just a couple weeks earlier than what they normal go what they normally go or is it going to be a couple months earlier so this market is very um it's, it's fast paced and it's moving right now 
And it's something that we all have to be realistically paying attention to diligently because it's not just one side of the market that we have to monitor because the ripple effects are so steep and they are so drastic right now. So from the cost of hay to feeder cattle prices to the number of slaughter, number of cattle that are being slaughtered each and every week, it is, uh, there's a lot going on and that's not even talking about the legislative side of the marketplace. So like, like you said, it's a full-time job right now. And uh, Shaylee and I are talking about this because as we start going forward, we're going to get a little bit broader in our coverage, not just specifically on you know feeder cattle. We're going to be talking about the corn markets. We're going to be talking about the grain markets. We're going to be talking about energies. And, and of course, we're going to be following, as you said, the political side, what's going on in the news, because all of that is, is obviously directly related to, is it going to be something short and sweet? So Shaylee, as, did you see how I did that, Shaylee? See how I pulled that all the way back? <laughs> Again, short and <laughs> sweet. I love it. <laughs> hey, if any of you would like some more information, you would like to follow Shaylee along and, and follow her weekly reports and all the different things that she's doing, you can head to DTN.com. You can follow her on Facebook, Cattle Market News, or you can always get a hold of me and I will pass that information along to you. Shaylee, I appreciate it. Look forward to next week. Thank you, my friend. Until then, we'll have lots to chat about. So take care, tell back hello, and we'll chat again. Thank you so much. And that's going to wrap it for today. Crew, a big thanks to Hoyt Crager and Shaylee Stewart for joining us today. Our partners, Downtown Threads Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, Wrangler, K Rose Company, Cattleman U, Cattleman U Live, and DRG Media Group. Spread the good word. Join us again next week where it's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up.